Yeah. Let's give it up for Liquid IV. Yeah. .com, baby. Promo code Nooners over there is going to get you 20% off your first order. Rage this weekend. Jobless on accident. I feel like it was an accidental rage this weekend. Yeah. And uh, I needed some Liquid IV to start off today. I start every day with a Liquid IV. Um, our kids are using Liquid IV. Yes. Um, they've got the new and improved sugar-free Liquid IVs as well. And Pear is back. Pear is back. That's my favorite. Pear was my favorite there. Um, big fan. But uh, hanging out, watching sports, hanging out with the friends and all that other stuff. You start boozing, you lose track of time, and then you're like, oh, shit. I need to rehydrate for the week. Got to pop in that liquid IV. Are you a daily girl? Because I don't see you every single morning all the time. Yeah, I'm a daily girl. So I do um, one of the sugar-free grapes Mm. or the sugar-free apple, which are my new faves, in 24 ounces. Okay. So it is supposed to be just in, they say, like, put a packet in 16, 8, 16 ounces. 16 ounces of water. that's going to hydrate you double um i put in the 24 ounce maybe onesie or twosie yeah and go through the day it's life changing i I call it hydration monday here on the show because it's uh it's one of those things where again you go hard over the weekends you got the kids you're not eating great uh you're boozing with some friends or whatever and then boom reset on mondays pop in the liquid iv and you're good to go um, but it's, uh, it's a little pouch. That's it. You're ripping open, popping into liquid 16 ounces or more and you're good to go. Super easy there. Three times the electrolytes, uh, no artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins and nutrients, non GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with liquid IV. Grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! <laughs> Alright, kids, you got me today. Just me, just Papa Bear today. Why? We're on day 9,000 of Baby Watch, and Jesse still refuses to let our child out into the world. Now, the doctor said to her, this is starting to get dangerous. You're uh, way, way over the limit here. We can actually see the baby pressing her hands against the stomach, asking to leave. Kind of like those kids in cages down in Mexico. 
Let's consider Jesse a Mexican prison for children right now because she's keeping our child stuffed inside of her and won't let her out. Okay. So we had to schedule an induction. Now, do they do this uh, for us? Not really. Uh, we got a 10 o'clock tea time tonight for the old baby because apparently when you drug up the mom, you get a, get a little uh, right in the old belly juice. Um, the baby doesn't pop out for like another six or seven hours, and then they can come in at their leisure tomorrow morning, deliver the baby, and then go play golf or pickleball or whatever the fuck it is our doctor's doing. Uh, now for me, I'm a night guy, so I don't really mind it that much. 10 o'clock is right on time for daddy. Uh, not so much for Jesse. She is pretty miserable right now. <laughs> To say the least, she's not stoked about it. Um, but again, you can't request this because it's Austin and everybody's so goddamn lazy here that it's you're, you're on their schedule or you're not on a schedule at all. Uh, why are we on Patreon today? Well, YouTube is back on their bullshit again. Back on their fucking bullshit. I think we've gained 18 total subscribers in the last two days. I'm not sure what we said or did this time to really enact a fucking uh, another block or a ban, whatever the fuck it is. I got an email about that, Ross. Oh, you got an email about it? Yeah, it said there need to be more Papa G. Oh, they they wanted more Papa G in the chat. Okay. They wanted more drug use. Drug use they're fine with. You just can't be a Republican, I guess. Exactly. So- that's fine. I'm, I'm more than happy. Can we do rails? Can we, are we allowed to chop up rails on the show? I don't see why not. I don't either. Because I like to bring back open cocaine Tuesdays. Uh, that used to be a thing in college. It is, uh, it is not allowed in the free world anymore. But why not? Who cares? I think there's a state that's already allowing uh, every drug across the planet to be used out in public. Matter of fact, they're fucking building stations for homeless people to fucking shoot up for. Why can't we chop up some gator tails and do some fucking booger sugar again? Would that that would invoke a ban, right? A full on ban if we just did cocaine off the off the desk on YouTube. Dan, go and flip the camera to me. Uh, no real drugs have been done in the recording of this episode. They are all props. And uh, back to Ross. <laughs> that is not true. I'm not on drugs. I wish. I wish I could. I could probably do cocaine and do a show. I don't know that I, I definitely couldn't smoke weed. I couldn't do edibles. I couldn't take mushrooms. Dan occasionally on Drinking Bros smokes DMT. I, I, and there's a lot of times where I don't know where, what fucking world he's in, but he's able to complete a show. I would not be able to do any of that. Nothing. So rail Nothing up. of the sort. Um, I'd love to. Uh, the guy that we have that comes by the office, though, uh, love him. He's the best, uh, nicest guy in the world. Reminds me of Michael Stipe from REM, the drug guy. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of he gives a lot of two hands. Oh, oh no, thank you. I, I, I look. I would love to. Very Johnny Deppish, where it's like, oh, I would, I would love to do cocaine and pills. However, I, I feel bad against that. And I feel, I feel, and it's just like, okay, cool. I respect it. I respect his choices in this life. That certain drugs to him are not worse than others. Now, does he deliver ketamine? You betcha. Sure does. Acid. Uh, acid. Oh, he does acid too? Mushroom bars. Okay. <laughs> multiple different types of uh, but MDMA. But coke, coke and pills is where he draws the line at, huh? That's where he draws the line at. You know, every man's got a code. Sure. 
Sure. I, and I understand that. Uh, I understand every man's code. Um, but doing a lot of soul search in the last couple days here, now that a, a child is on the way, obviously not enough soul searching that I, I'm willing to take cocaine off the table. Um, I mean, look at Bob for Christ's sakes, right? That's a guy who's not giving up his coke and booze for anyone. For anyone. No, I'm out on coke, man. You're out completely? It's all fucking fentanyl. Well, that's true. I'm not. Coke that's is true. out. Coke got out on me. That's true. Okay. So it's, it left it. Coke left all of us. So now we can't do it anymore. Okay. I was in a situation uh, a couple weeks ago where some cocaine was brought out and I'm, I'm in the same world as you, Bob. I looked at him and he was like, man, it would be an honor, an honor to do cocaine with St. James Street James because it's in all the books and, and the guys doing cocaine virtually every other page in that book. And, uh, and I said, you know what? You first. You first, for that exact reason. If there is fentanyl in it and you die in front of me, I want to see that first. So I had each of them snort a, a, a huge rail. They seemed relatively fine after five minutes. So maybe or maybe not, I partook. Not going to say whether I did or didn't uh, in case the children do get a hold of this episode one day. And they were like, man, how did dad die? Well, the fentanyl eventually got him, but... Uh, uh, it could be the two other guys had a, a stronger tolerance. I don't know. But the soul searching really is over what is going on in this world and if I want to bring another child into this world. Now I don't have a choice. Um, I, I guess I would if I was Democrat, but I, I, no. We're, we're at nine months now and you can't abort the baby. Uh, not that I think what the Republicans are doing is fucking sweet either, like Jesus Christ. I, it, I'm not a woman. I'm not going to tell you what to do with your fucking body. I'm not even going to pretend to understand what, what hormones and all that other shit are. There's probably a, a weak limit somewhere in there that everybody should meet in the middle on. But let's face it, that'll never happen. Uh, because as you look at things and you watch things and you read things on a day-to-day -day basis, you get angrier and angrier about shit. And then you wonder to yourself, well, shit, how bad is it going to be in 20 years? Because that's kind of the way I view shit now, where I look back at just 20 years ago, how much everything has changed and whether or not I want my kids to live in that world in 20 years, because I don't know what the fuck it's going to be. Like. Ross, I'm thinking about that 20 years ago. Yeah. I, was, I mean, but really think about it, right? I was riding in the back of a Dodge Durango. Yeah. I had a mini DVD player watching long episodes of South Park. You, oh, sure, you sure did. You had all God, the good things so in your good. life. Uh, to be honest with you, 20 years ago, if you really think back at it, not a lot of people even had cell phones. So you don't have to worry about social media or, you know, somebody calling you an asshole online or whatever it was because it didn't really exist. Yeah, that Nokia brick and you played Snake. Goddamn right. I had a, uh, uh, what was the one that, that flipped out on the sidesies? Sidekick. Oh. Sidekick. Because you were cool. Well, yes. And they gave it to me for free because um, let's face it, I was, I was in the new guy. Huh? Did you, did you flip it out and then also flip your hair at the same time? Uh, I did not do that, but I did flip it out at every occasion I could. I think it was great to text on. If, I, if you look back at it, that was still the best texting device. That, and I know everybody was a fan of Blackberries. You're right, because typing on these fucking goddamn things sucks dick. And uh, I have probably not spelled a sentence correctly in uh, eight years since having this goddamn thing. Because uh, the autocorrect always goes to something else that I don't want it to. I've never used the word ducking in my entire life. Not once, and I don't plan on it. Uh, take a punch like a real goddamn man, okay? You're not ducking anything, all right? It's fucking or anything else. We have dick emojis, pregnant man emojis, 
Why are you autocorrecting for fucking anymore? That is out the goddamn window. Once you put the pregnant man on there, we're all done with curse words. Well, we're all, in, in my world, I like to think of that as just a really full man. <laughs> a burrito baby? Like yes. Britney Spears? Yes. Who called that? That's a fake fucking baby, dude. I called that from the get-go. That, that wasn't a real baby in there. Hey, guys, isn't this fun? I don't have a conservatorship, and I have all your money, and everything's awesome, and I want to have a baby. You can't just pull out an, uh, an IUD after two weeks and then magically get pregnant. It's not really how it works. So when she popped up saying, I'm pregnant, and then it might be a food baby or it might be a real baby. Holy Christ, dude, we knew it wasn't real. You know why? Because all your Instagram is you buck naked with your fucking tits out, which I love, Brittany. I love your tits. You still look great. You still look like fucking Brittany. Still got a, a nice ass, and your stomach looks great. You know when your stomach wouldn't have looked great? If you were pregnant. That's why I knew you weren't pregnant, because you're on a beach every goddamn day buck naked doing the weirdest shit possible. I called that, and I want fucking credit for it. I want that on the record. So she said, we have lost our miracle, baby. And so, why was it a miracle? In the first place, why was the baby a fucking miracle in the first place? Well, Ross, all life is a miracle. No, it's not. It's not. Anybody with a fucking dick cannot pull out one night and magically have a baby. It's not a miracle at all. It's just science. It would be a miracle, baby, if you pulled out an IUD after 12 years and then magically got pregnant two weeks afterwards. That would be a miracle, baby. So maybe that's what she's referring to. Either way, I don't know. There was 36,000 comments on her goddamn Instagram about, oh, praise for Britney. I don't, can't imagine what you're going through. She's going through just telling a lie. Same thing that Jussie Smollett went through. Why should we praise these people for that? This is the shit that I worry about, about bringing somebody else into this world where it's like, God damn it, man. Now they got to fucking deal with this shit. Do I really want to do that? And it's a girl on top of it. Um, because today we're dealing with uh, not only Instagram and every, uh, we'll get to the fucking Sports Illustrated bullshit in a second, but not only are we dealing with, with all of that, but then we're dealing with the media itself, and in particular the White House, this administration, and all this other fucking shit that's going on, which is crazy to me. If you haven't seen the news this morning, Biden is in Buffalo. Yes, there was a tragic shooting over the weekend with a white supremacist. Biden has gone to Buffalo, and uh, he is there with the people. Just a quick reminder, there was also a tragic shooting in California over the weekend where 10 people were shot, one was killed, and it was, it was an Asian crime. I didn't see the hashtag stop Asian hates. I didn't see anything from Bo and Yang on, on SNL that we all need to band together and stop Asian hate because it was an Asian against another Asian. Now, in this case, same thing. Found a little manifesto on him, and uh, it was a, a Taiwanese guy who walked into a Chinese church and then shot up the Chinese church because obviously China is trying to claim Taiwan. I find it all odd because you're in America doing this. Why not just go over to China and do that? I don't really have an answer for that. Now, with the Buffalo thing, yes, the president should be there. Absolutely. It is a tragedy. It was a white supremacist that did it. They found the manifesto of it. Now, if this sounds familiar, just think back to December when... Same thing happened in fucking Wisconsin. Waukesha. A black supremacist, if that's a thing. I don't know what we're calling black people who hate white people, but I'm assuming we're just throwing the word supremacist at the end of it. 
got into a fucking car, and then just drove through an entire Christmas parade, killing six people. Now, according to CNN, it was the car who did it. Had nothing to do with the fact that the black guy hated white people, had a journal about hating white people, and decided to drive through a fucking Christmas parade, kill a bunch of white folks. It was the car who did that. And that narrative is still going on to this day, by the way. Bob, I sent you that... uh, synopsis from twitter if you're a big twitter follower for news which i am uh now when when topics are trending on twitter they're putting a brief one sentence synopsis to tell you while they're trending on twitter so that way you might or might not have to check it it's up to you you make your own decisions in this life but if you don't want to if you want to gloss over wakasha We'll just put a a one-sentence summation of it of why it's trending the same time that Buffalo is trending after that shooting. Bob, if you can post that right there. All right. So under Waukesha, Bob, if you wouldn't mind reading that aloud, uh, that'd be great. Just that one-sentence synopsis. A 2021 attack in Waukesha, Wisconsin, in which a car drove through a Christmas parade is discussed in light of fatal shootings over the weekend. So in which a car drove through a Christmas parade. Was it a Tesla? No, no, it wasn't. Was it any other automated vehicle? Or was there a fucking dude who was driving the car through the Christmas parade? That narrative still continues because it's not fucking convenient. It's not convenient for anyone that, oh my gosh, what do we, how do we spin this story that a black guy hated white people and killed a bunch of white people? The car did it. The car did it. Because it wouldn't get enough clicks if that was just the story on its own. So I'm fine calling both a tragedy with two different people who are both fucking supremacists. Is that the word we're going with with all this bullshit? One hated black people, one hated white people. Why don't they get equal coverage? Why didn't Biden go to, to Wisconsin at all? It's not good enough because that's not his fucking base. 2022, the, the elections are coming up. You need the black vote. You need it real bad this November. White people in Wisconsin aren't going to do it for you. Those guys voted Republican. So therefore, we're going to fucking hightail it up to Buffalo, give out some thoughts and prayers, Take a bunch of uh, pictures with black families and make it seem like you're on their side. You're not on their fucking side. You're on no one's side but your own. And the media is certainly not on our side for any of this shit. The narratives they're creating on a day-to-day basis, you really have to read all of this shit to pick and choose to find what the actual truth is. I mean, it is fucking insane. And if it's this bad now, to go back to what I said earlier, Imagine how much worse it's going to get in 20 years. It's going to get a shit ton worse. And look, I'm not a big Project Veritas guy. I personally think that James O'Keefe guy is a piece of shit. Uh, But some young hot chick was able to get the uh, senior engineer over Twitter last night. Got him boozed up in a bar to talk about what the actual algorithms are, all the people that work at Twitter, what's actually going on there behind the scenes. And yeah, you could pick through the footage. I'm sure it's jump cut to take some other shit out. But a lot of what he said is true. Uh, Everybody that works there is on the left. They hate the fucking right. And all the stories are selective, the hashtags and all that other bullshit. We knew it. We knew it all along. That's why I'm rooting for Musk. Been rooting for Musk the entire time. Uh, I hope this deal goes through, and I hope something actually gets done. But let's face it, I doubt it. 
Because the last uh, tweet that he made was he was waiting to see the numbers that came back from Twitter of how many accounts were bot accounts. Now, allegedly, the board of Twitter said that 5%, 5% of all users on Twitter are bot accounts. He thinks that number is higher. Now, the reason why he's doing this, and a lot of people are saying, oh, he's stalling on the deal. He's not stalling on the deal. I have a feeling that that bot number is probably closer to the 20% range than the 5% range. And that's going to nuke out a ton of users once they go through it. It'll be a purge, just like the same way Instagram had a purge with people buying uh, uh, fake followers. And the same with Facebook. They actually did it once or twice before they started to get into the quarterly reports and their numbers started to dip. They got rid of that. So if you want to jack up your followers now, bombs away. You can do it now. It's, it's the best time to do it. That company is cratered and dropped half of its stock. So now's the time if you really want to buy followers and beef up your shit if you're going out to the bar to get laid. You can have fucking 250,000 followers in about an hour for what? What do you, what do you reckon there, Giorgio? 500 bucks? You pay for something like that? About there, yeah. Yeah. About there, yeah. Somewhere, somewhere in that neighborhood. There's a bunch of services that offer it. Now, you know, people who are in the know will check the engagement on all that shit and be like, all right, cool, man. And there are ways to fake that too. And that costs more money. There's different tier levels. Like, mm-hmm. do you want your accounts to look like real people? Do you want them to have actual followers? Like they, it's just a hundred percent tons of iPhones and in an Indian click farm running through VPNs to try to act like they're in the United States or they're doing something. And it's, it's crazy. Yeah. But if you're, if you're Elon Musk, you want to know how many fake accounts are on there. Because otherwise, he can take the company private and clean it up and all that other shit, but it might not be worth the $43 billion that he spent. Might be able to get it at a cheaper price. It's most likely not worth the $43 billion. Not at all, right? To pay for it. No. But- and if that number really is closer to 20% on those bot accounts, they're fucked. Because then they have to admit that all this was fake, and then they're going to have to own up to the fact that all along, they've known that there's fake accounts on here creating fake stories and everything else. Every hot button topic that goes on, as far as Buffalo, Waukesha, you name it, across the board. They've got bots. Corner Amber Heard has a team of bots. They said it was 11,000 bots they found uh, that were hired just to write negative shit against Johnny Depp during the trial. Imagine how many other people are doing that who aren't shitting the bed right now. Probably a lot. Democrats and Republicans, who the fuck knows? I'd just like to know the real answer to see if maybe one of these people I've been following over the years just wasn't a real person after all. I always thought that would be a good business idea. It'd be the best, Like right? a local troll. Yeah. Like you just like, someone hires you as a mercenary to fucking take down some other restaurant or something like that. And it, and it happens all the time. Um, even Super Pump, that, that's, uh, it was a limited series on, on Showtime about uh, Uber. Uh, they traced it back to one guy. Just one guy with one follower put delete Uber after a bad Uber experience and it caught fire and ended up costing the company $28 billion. Um, I mean, it was fucking insane. So it's totally possible. Now imagine this happening on a day-to-day basis, affecting elections, affecting everything else. And now we've created a board of disinformation uh, to fact check everything uh, that is going out on social media uh, and in the, in the, the media itself except for the White House. Uh, Bob, pull up my Twitter account, at ST James, ST James on Twitter. And no, I'm not going to ask you for a follow because I just don't give a shit. Uh, I pop on over there 
to check out the news and that's about it and occasionally to burn somebody down. Uh, but if you go to the top of my feed there, um, once, uh, you know, I, I'll give you time to go there. Um, once, once Elon Musk bought the company, I've magically gained another 3000 followers after losing 400,000 since the 2016 election. That's fun. I'm sure they're burning all the files and getting ready for that. So I should be up to 100,000 probably by the end of the goddamn week. Uh, with this mis- disinformation board there, scroll down one more tweet, I think. Uh, there's one with uh, 1,600 likes on it. Maybe go to tweets and replies there. Because um, I replied to uh, something in the White House that they had posted that clearly I wasn't happy about. Um, And I'll read this aloud while you pop that up. So the White House on May 12th said, when President Biden took office, millions were unemployed and there was no vaccine available. In the last 15 months, the economy has created 8.3 million jobs and the unemployment rate stands at 3.6%, the fastest decline in unemployment to start a president's term ever recorded. My tweet underneath that, which has what, 1,500 likes somewhere in there? Those are back up to normal numbers before fucking 2016. The vaccine was already out. How is this tweet not disinformation? This is an honest, just an honest question. Because if you go back and look at it, Biden was on national fucking television. December 21st, 2020. Trump was still in office. Trump created the goddamn vaccines. Operation Warp Speed. So this old bag of dicks could get shot up live on television and then tell everyone The vaccine is here. Everybody should go out and take it. I'm going to be the president of the United States soon. And that was a month from then. I'm going to be the the president of the United States soon. I'm taking it live on television. It is safe to take and do. So with, with saying there was no vaccine available, when was that? Because it wasn't during this administration. That was already fucking done. So that right there should have gotten this tweet deleted. It didn't. Now, usually a tweet from the White House like this would get a lot of likes. It's got 12,500. However, there's 29,500 replies to it. Everybody calling him on this bullshit. So that was the first lie in this statement. So what's the fucking disinformation board good for anyways? This is disinformation. The last 15 months, the economy has created 8.3 million jobs, and the unemployment rate stands at 3.6%. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Was there a fucking pandemic that knocked everybody out of their fucking job for about two years? And then all of a sudden they were like, hey, dude, pandemic's over. Come on and have your job back. You can get off unemployment and come back to the office. Maybe. That's disinformation, too. But we don't fucking care anymore. No one cares. As long as my message is correct. This is the message I want to get out to the fucking world. You don't really matter. And for the normal person who's following the White House account, yeah, man, fuck it. I guess it's the White House. It's the president telling us it must be true. Now, I'm not saying Trump's Twitter was any fucking better, but look at the state of the country now versus when he was in office. I can't find a goddamn ounce of baby food anywhere in this whole goddamn city. I drove out to fucking New Braunfels over the weekend. I went to 12 different places to find baby formula. Wife's having a child tomorrow. I can't find a stitch of it anywhere in the goddamn state of Texas. We can go ahead and send Ukraine $40 billion. Their statement on that today was, hey, hey, man, the FDA, 
uh, we've told them, we sat down with them, we told them, you know, we need to fix this and you need to loosen up the regulations, get some baby formula shipped in from overseas. Why the fuck are we getting baby formula shipped in from overseas? All of it is made in the United States of America. Where the fuck is it? Inflation is through the goddamn roof. Gas prices are through the goddamn roof right now. Everything you could possibly imagine is up. Inflation is single-handedly bringing down this country right now. And who do we pop out there to talk about it? The new White House press secretary. I don't know her name, and forgive me. Uh, Saki and the Saki bombs. Saki bombs that we were promoting everywhere on social media. It was fun, and it was a great nickname, and I enjoy the branding, and I'm proud of you for that. Uh, She was at least smart. She was a cunt, but she was at least smart and was able to divert the attention away from this fucking old man that's in office. Now we got the new one in. Uh, when asked about inflation, here's what happened. And this is, this is her first day on the old J-O-B. You can pop this up on screen, Bob. Yeah, yeah, fire away. Twitter account posted the other day, you want to bring down inflation, let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. Mm-hmm. How does raising taxes on corporations reduce inflation? Um, so... Are you talking about a specific tweet? He tweeted, you want to bring down inflation, let's Jeff Bezos make sure the, the wealthiest corporations this. pay their fair share. Look, you know, we have talked about, um, we have talked about this this past year, uh, about um, making sure that the wealthiest among us are paying their fair share. Um, and that is important to do. And uh, that is something that, uh, you know, the president has been, you know, working on uh, every day when we talk about inflation and lowering costs. And so it's very important uh, that, uh, you know, as we're seeing costs rise, uh, as we're talking about how to, you know, uh, you know, build a, a, a America that's safe, that's equal for everyone and doesn't leave everyone behind, that is an important part uh, of that as well. But how does raising taxes on corporations lower? Or the cost of gas, the cost of a used car, the cost of food for everyday Americans. So look, I think we encourage those who have done very well, right, especially those who care about climate change uh, to support a fair tax code that doesn't change, that doesn't charge manufacturers, workers, cops, builders, a higher percentage of their earnings, that the most fortunate people in our nation and not let that stand in the way of reducing energy costs and fighting this existential problem, if you think about that as an example, and to support basic collective bargaining rights as well, right? That's also important. But look, it is, you know, by not, if, without having a fairer tax code, which is what I'm talking about, then all, every, like manufacturing workers, cops, you know, it's not fair for them to have to pay higher taxes than the folks that, who are, who are, who are not paying taxes at all. Real quick here, before I continue this bitch sesh, we got some sponsors who put this show on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Bundle package coming to your house, delivered in a box. Bundle package. It's the best I got today, okay? Look, I'm pissed off. I got to go to the hospital tonight, and I can't sleep in my ghost bed, and they're not going to allow me to drag the goddamn mattress into the delivery room, so I had to order uh, a little foam rollout mat 
that is probably used for some form of yoga or, or prayer sesh, whatever it is. Either way, I can't bring the ghost bed inside the hospital. 40% off that bundle package. Again, that's the adjustable base and the mattress combined together. It's the best. Uh, Jesse is resting comfortably in it right now, probably up in book mode because the baby is 14 years old. Now, if you just want 30% off everything in the entire store, just use the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout, and you can get everything in the entire store for 30% off. So if you want sheets, sheets are magical, by the way. Pillows, magical. Uh, if, if you want uh, just the adjustable base or just the mattress, congratulations, pop in the card, and you get 30% off everything with the promo code Drinking Bros. And... For all of 2022, they get a 60-month pay-as-you-go program. No interest if you have decent credit there. So all the deals I mentioned can be combined with that. And you walk out of there with a brand-new mattress set for about 20 25 bucks a month. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, we got hardafseltzer.com. Let's go. Let's go, fam. Shout out to Reed White. I heard Reed Drove up to Tennessee where we're live. Our first store is live there in Murfreesboro at Hop Springs. Uh, you can get 12 packs for normal price up there. He went up and bought uh, 10 cases, I heard. I understand it. If I could get it for those prices, I would. I'm getting it shipped to my house. That's what we do at hardafseltzer.com. We ship 8% seltzers, no carbs, no sugars, no gluten, directly to your front door in 42 states. I'm getting wasted off these goddamn things. They're the best seltzers you will ever have in your entire life. Get the OG flavors because the the, the new ones are coming out soon for the summer. And we are going to swap out, I believe, one of the flavors. Not sure which one yet. Uh, we've got the last of the test ones coming in on Thursday. And then we'll make a decision of, uh, of what new flavors we're going to have. But the OG flavors are still available. Go to hardafseltzer.com today. Get some of those 8% shipped to your front door. What? What the fuck were you talking about for two minutes? I mean, what was that coming out of your mind? That, w- that reminds me when I was a child at the chalkboard, and I just didn't know the answer, and I had to talk about somebody. I was like, oh, shit. Who is it? Uh, Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, he was a, a tall president, very tall, beard. Uh, shot, he, uh, he was shot. I think he did did, did something with uh, uh, some people in the South and maybe a, uh, what was the question? What? It's inflation. That's the question. Even Jim, when Jeff Bezos, who owns the Washington Post, one of the most leftist fucking newspapers there is, starts going after you on Twitter for inflation, then you know you're really fucked. And how is taxing corporations going to hap- help everybody else, especially right now? Tax season is over, so that's not going to kick in for another year. I think this is very applicable right now, Ross. What is number four? Go ahead, Dan. Hit that for me. <laughs> the old Happy Gilmore quote: "What you've je- just said is the most insanely idiotic thing. It's fucking insane. And like, th- there's no shame in saying, look, we're going through inflation. Uh, we're headed towards a recession. We're trying to curb that by doing X, Y, and Z." Trying to blame Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk for being rich and and their corporations not paying taxes has nothing to fucking do with what's going on right now and why people don't have baby formula. She brought up cops, cops being able to afford things because the richer aren't paying taxes and everything. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? 
What does it have to do with anything? And we're just giving money away to the fucking Ukraine. We need the money here, clearly. We need the fucking money here. But welcome to the big show. That's who we picked. What, what is her name, by the way? What's the new White House press, uh, press secretary's name? Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre. Is that, is that French? Sounds French. I think it's Haitian, probably. Okay. Oh, look at you, Bob. French, Haitian. Look I mean, it is French. Yeah. Uh, but was, would France own Haiti at one point? Yeah. No. No. I wasn't alive for that. Um, but uh, yeah, congratulations to you. I, I feel the same way about her as I do about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. When she got fucking thrown into that world, she had to do fucking Trump's bullshit, whatever he said on Twitter. She was like, ah, oh, fuck. I get a cover for this. Now she's got a cover for this old bag of shit. Kamala's speech the other day was even better. I don't think that I've heard somebody use the word work over and over and over again in a two-minute period. More, I, Rihanna is the only person I can think of. Work, 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 work. That's about it as far as the word work over and over and over again. Uh, but we're fucked. That's, uh, that's what we have to answer for. And we're going to blame Jeff Bezos for that, for inflation, because he's not paying his fair share. Look, say whatever you want about Bezos, okay? I, I clearly did when I said he's one of the biggest leftists who owns the fucking Washington Post, and he's controlling the media. That's fine. But at least he's shipping shit to my house within fucking 48 hours, including baby formula. He just can't get his fucking hands on it because the government has all of it. I don't even know where the fuck it's going. I read an article, and I hate to quote articles anymore because I don't even know if any of those motherfuckers are true. Uh, that we had just shipped a bunch of pallets down to the border, but the border doesn't exist anymore. Apparently nothing's going on at the border because nobody's been down there. We're not worried about the border anymore. Therefore, why send any baby formula down there? There's no babies. There's no fucking kids in cages. There's nothing going on at the border, apparently. So why are we shipping fucking food down there? But instead, let's give more money to Ukraine. Either get in the war, get the fuck out of the war, stop giving our money away, and then blaming inflation on Jeff Bezos' company. I read an interesting fact. I'm trying to find it again, but I believe we've given more money to Ukraine since the beginning of this than we did during any year during the Afghan or Iraq wars. Yes. And what are we getting out of it? What's, what's the final answer of what we're getting out of the money we're actually giving to Ukraine? They might not lose... All of their land to Russia or just some of their land to Russia? I think, I think there are a few Americans who are getting really, really rich. I'm not sure. There might be a few American Tons. companies that are doing well now. Tons. I, I don't know, Ross. Tons of people getting rich off of this. Just not our own people. Uh, and with Bezos, look, man, he's putting people in space. God damn it. I got a fucking Amazon delivery on a Sunday the other day, and it was in 24 hours. I ordered that bitch on a Saturday, and it showed up on a Sunday afternoon. Stay away from Bezos. Stay away from Musk. Unless you want to come after his mom, obviously. New Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue came out. Man, can't wait to fucking jack off. Or whatever the opposite of that is. They should just call it the fucking boner killer edition and just show a bunch of shriveled up dicks from the nudist colony that Giorgio was at. Uh, If you haven't seen it, they got the new models on there. And I'm using models now and it's real fucking... Hard air quotes where it's, it's like a, a koala grabbing onto a palm tree um, with these goddamn air quotes because we've pretty much given up on just like hot girls anymore. We're all done with that. Uh, the first one might be for Georgia. Uh, pull up Elon Musk's mom. She was one of the cover girls. I guess they're doing like five 
fun and flirty covers for for Sports Illustrated now, which is a, a rad thing. Uh, the first one is Elon Musk's mom. Now, Giorgio, how old is she? She looks great for her age. Just not something I, I really wanted to jack off to or even get into a bathing suit. Well, she's been a, she's been a model for a very, very long time. Is that true? Yeah, she was a supermodel all throughout the 60s, I believe. Elon Musk's mom was? Yeah. Yeah, if you can bring up a young picture. In hers. South Africa? Well, let's show the picture on, on Sports Illustrated first. Okay. Regal. So let's pop that up. Um, <laughs> so Kim Kardashian is also on one of the covers. Slight difference. And Sierra. So is Sierra on there too? My God, dude. That, that pandering fucking couple. Uh, if you look at both of them side by side here. Now, the one on the left is Kim Kardashian. She's 40 and still looks, Jesus Christ, man. She still looks like a goddamn banger. Three kids. Four. Well, did, I think one didn't come out of her vagina, right? She had her surrogate. She was like, I'm all done with this bullshit. And that might be Jesse, to be fair, on the fourth, if we decide to have one, where she's like, hey, she passed this on down the line. I don't feel like dealing with this shit anymore. And I get it. Uh, now, that on the left is what the Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit issue used to look like. On the right is currently where we're at in America. Would you even call that a swimsuit per se? Bathing wear. Ba- bathing wear. <laughs> they don't call it bathing wear. That's not real. Is that real? They call it bathing wear? That's what I call it. <laughs> now, how old, how old is Mrs. Musk? 74. 74 years old. At least that's what Davey said in the chat. Okay. I don't know if that's, Davey, is that true, 74 years old? Look, good honor for a 74-year-old. She looks great. But to go back to, to what I said at the top of the show, just go back 20 years. Were we doing any of this bullshit to pander to people back then? No, we're not. And then it gets even worse. Uh, who's, the, who's the bigger girl, the bigger gal, they decided? Um, well, I want to show this picture of May Must first. Oh, Cal, yeah, yeah, pop that up. Is that old school Musk? Yeah. Damn, dude. Look at that. Look at that champagne flute in her hands. That's some old school Great Gatsby shit right there. God damn it, man. What a time to be alive, you know? Now we're stuck in this fucking bullshit. Um, Musk, oh my God. Give her one more shout out, Bob. Put her, pop her up on screen one more time. She deserved it. She has earned it. Look at her. All right. I see you, Elon. Is she still married? Because if so, Giorgio, that could be the fucking crown jewel for you. Did the husband die? Because when you start to get in the 70s, that's when you have to ask that question. Is she a widow? I I, I would love to be Elon Musk's daddy. That would be the ultimate flex, wouldn't it? You can't be Elon Musk. Nobody is that brilliant. But to be his father, that would be a fucking flex, dude. A flex. Hey, hello, Elon. Take, take, take a little <laughs> ride on one of them rockets. Take a little ride on one of them rockets, Elon. Oh, um, well, they divorced in 1979. Oh, they divorced in 1979. All right. Yeah, so she doesn't appear to be dating anyone. I don't know. Giorgio, my money is that she's not only got a boat, but it's bigger this entire studio. It might be one of the bigger ones since those uh, <laughs> Russian ones are been seized. Now that the oligarchs have gotten their boats taken away, we, we might be on a, on a level like that for Mrs. Musk. Man, what a flex, dude. I'm Elon's daddy. Just you calling him son on Twitter every day? How's your day going, son? Love dad. That'd be a fucking blast, wouldn't it? Holy shit. Uh, pull up the big girl who they got on. Uh, on no, that's, so that's what she, okay, that's, uh, we'll start with this one, sure. So this is what she looks like uh, in real life. Um, 
There's a, there's a cover shot of her that is completely different from this. I don't hate this, Ross. Uh, as, a, as a swimsuit model? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can I ask why, by any chance? Because Jordan Peterson went off on this last night. Big girls can have pretty faces and can and she be does. sexy. She's got, a, she's got a pretty face. And, you know, I like being able to showcase that. that you don't have to just be the stick skin girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can work it as a big girl. I like that. You could. I mean, but why not show that photo on the cover? There we go. There's the, there's the photo on the cover there. So they've conveniently found her a bathing suit that is cut like this. I, I've never seen a bathing suit like this in real life. Um, one would guess this was probably made for the cover of this fucking thing, right? Uh, now, when you look at this, you're like, eh, all right, cool. And then you get to the other photos and you're like, well, what the fuck are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? That's not what that used to be. I mean, it's fine that, that is, it, that's what it is now. But I think the definition of model has definitely changed where it's just, it shouldn't be model anymore. It just should be anyone. This is the sports uh, swimsuit issue of anyone instead of like, eh, these aren't models anymore. It's just kind of anyone. Just grab somebody off the couch and just chuck them in there. But they all have pretty faces. Like, Can we agree on that at least? She has a pretty face. There's a lot of people with pretty faces out there. Why are you putting them on the, on the cover of sports? That used to be the crown jewel. It was Giselle, Christy Brinkley. I mean, all the faves. Tyra Banks. God damn, dude. It used to be full of bangers. Now we're just doing shit just to do it, to be like, oh, everybody can be fucking models. We can all do the things and it's all fun. No, dude. That's the reason why you're models, because you're doing something super than anyone else. You're starving yourself, okay? And that itself is a talent. Giorgio can attest to that, cutting weight for wrestling all those years. Otherwise, they just let you in one division, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Sports Illustrated right now. Now, the reason I have a fucking problem with this, uh, I was at a Mexican restaurant that is popular in my area. Food, not so good. Uh, it's, it's good enough, all right? But the drinks are fantastic, and as parents, it's all we really care about on a Friday night. Um, now, I'm about to have a girl uh, behind me. There was a guy with two daughters sitting behind me. Uh, the tables are really close out there. I'm not going to say what restaurant it is. Uh, so I frequent it a lot uh, with kids. But uh, uh, I was having, the, the guy was an intelligent guy, and he was having a genuine conversation with his daughters about their life and, and everything that was going on in it. And I, and I found it fascinating because I have the same conversations with my kids, uh, just varied a little bit on their ages. Uh, one appeared to be about 11. The other appeared to be about 13 years old. And uh, he was asking uh, different questions like, what do you hope to be when you grow up? And they said X. One was a nurse. One was a, uh, a volleyball player. Uh, and then he said, who's your favorite celebrity and why? Now, that's a question as a parent that I, I don't think that I've heard um, any other parent ask. I, I don't think that I've ever asked my kids that. Um, I remember my kid came home and he said he wanted to be a YouTuber. And that was his career on his thing for, for first grade when they, uh, you get to pick out your favorite color, food, uh, why your mom is great, why your dad is great, and what you want to do when you're older. And it was a YouTuber. And so I asked him, I said, why? And he goes, well, Jake Paul has a Lamborghini. And that, that makes sense to me. Yes, Jake Paul does have a Lamborghini. And if you are a successful YouTuber, maybe that can be you one day. Just don't host a podcast uh, 
where you go scorched earth on the left, that's you're not going to make any money off of that. Okay, Jackson we're looked really $4. good in a Lamborghini. Look great in a Lamborghini. To be honest, he's a he's a Lamborghini kind of guy. Look great. I took I took him out to look at cars one time. Uh, I said, hey, we were at the dealership. It was empty on a Sunday, and I go pick out whatever car you would want in real life. And it was a bright yellow uh, Rubicon that was all decked out, one of those new truck ones from Jeep. And I was like, oh, he would definitely go for that yellow Lambo. He would be that dude, you know? But I guess any, any little kid would be. Now, at this conversation, uh, when he asked his daughter whose favorite celebrity was and why, it was a white girl. She was a, about 11 years old. She said, Lizzo. Lizzo's my favorite celebrity. Who said that? Uh, the, the, the white daughter. Ah. And so the, the, the dad was asking her, and he goes, oh, okay. He's like, uh, do, you, do you love her music? Do you listen to her music? Is that why you love Liz, Lizzo? And she goes, no. I, she just believes in body positivity. And that was the answer at 11 years old. Um, I was unaware that 11-year-olds were concerned with body positivity, unless they're hearing it in the media over and over and over again. Uh, but I look at Lizzo, me personally, and it is unhealthy. You just look unhealthy. And if that's what you're promoting to children of like, hey, you can grow up and be fat as shit and be on the cover of, of magazines or be a huge fucking pop star. Uh, it's, it's all great and it's all possible. Yes, it is. But you're, you're going down a path of unhealthy habits and you're probably going to die faster. A devil's on a devil's cocaine that might have fentanyl in it instead. A hundred percent. But you shouldn't be doing cocaine either. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's okay to admit it. Not at eleven. Shouldn't be doing cocaine at eleven. We probably shouldn't be doing cocaine now. Bob is correct. Everything's laced with fentanyl. Ritalin at eleven. Whatever it is, we shouldn't be doing it at eleven. But it brings up an interesting uh, conversation that I, I was like, oh, all right, shit. If you're hearing this over and over and over again, and you want to grow up to be Lizzo. Look, I have fat family members who have fucking died because they were unhealthy. Um, to promote that to my kids, not in a million years. He didn't stop this conversation. He let it go on to the point, to the end, where he said, hey, um, I think there should be a, a different role model other than Lizzo because body positivity really isn't the thing that you should be aiming for in life, uh, you should probably want to be as healthy as you can. And she was like, why, dad, do you hate Lizzo? And he goes, no, I love you and I want you to live longer. And it was one of the, the nicest, sweetest conversations I had heard between a father and a daughter. I don't know where the mom was, but let's face it. When you have kids, it's really about the dads. We're the ones that are there um, having the tough conversations. I don't know where the moms are. Pretty can much just back, a vessel. Can I push back a little, Ross? Good. So I don't hate the term body positivity. And I've also had family members who have been so obese, they eat themselves to death from one, one reason or another. Mm -hmm. I'm asking this about your family members. Did the overweight people hate themselves? You know what? That's a great question. I couldn't tell. Right? So um, that's kind of what I think about too, in the sense that if you do hate yourself, it's really hard to become unfat. Yeah. So I, it, it's tough. Like I look at it uh, from my personal perspective and since uh, Jesse's not here, I'm going to be super honest. Today. Who gives a fuck? Seventh and eighth grade, I was a chunky kid and something clicked in me on my own. My parents didn't say anything to me at all. Um, I, I had great parents growing up, but seventh and eighth grade were, were tough where you're, you're kind of figuring shit out. Your body hasn't really grown yet. I think I grew like eight or nine inches like freshman year. Uh, and I was just figuring it out. My surroundings were the ones that, that that's what answered the question for me personally, where seventh and eighth grade was when people started making out shit, man. I was in Florida that year and there was people that were fucking in seventh grade. Yeah. 
I, I dude. And it sucks. I didn't know kid. what was going on. Uh, did you know what was going on? No, I was fat as fuck. I had to buy pants in the adult section and get them hemmed. No one would look at me. I'd fart in class uncontrollably. Like, if you suck, you don't like yourself. And like, I can understand between the eight, starting around 11, if you're overweight, like you do know it. So, yeah. So, so what did you do to personally change it? And I'll tell my story. Uh, it, it, it was around that time from probably fifth grade through eighth grade where I was always active in sports as a kid. I played every sport, but I was still fat. Even though I was baseball, football, wrestling, I was still fat. And it wasn't until about that puberty age as well as like really getting competitive into sports and controlling my diet and controlling like the health aspects of it mm-hmm. that it kind of balanced out. And then in high school, you know, I was very athletic, uh, but it, it did take that three years to kind of transition out of that. You can call it baby fat. You can call it unhealthy eating habits. Like as I would eat so fast, I would eat just as much as the adults as like a 10 or 11 year old kind of thing. So I see, I was eating bullshit. Like, and I, and I, I like, I have no other answer for you other than I was eating just a ton of bullshit all day long. My parents would make healthy meals, uh, but I'd sit down and eat an entire bag of fucking Cheetos or whatever it was. The reason I was fat was, was purely on me. Now, as I looked at the world around me and people were fucking, and I'm still shocked they were fucking in seventh grade. Um, uh, that was down in Florida. And let's face it, Florida's going to be Florida. That has never fucking changed. That's one thing you can look back 20 years on and be like, ah, oh, shit, was Florida still Florida? Yeah, Florida's always been Florida. Uh, now with that, I looked at the girls that were around me and I was like, man, I'm not fucking, and I don't really know how my dick and balls work just yet. I know I can get a fucking boner. I don't really know what to do with it, but I definitely want to be fucking the hot girls one day. So that I, I taught myself how to lose weight, take care of myself, get in shape. Yeah. My parents never said anything to me regarding that. It's because you want to fuck hot girls. That's literally the yes. reason. That is the exact same reason why. Because girls wouldn't look at me. I was you felt discarded a little bit. It's like I want to fuck the hot girls. Right. So I want to get in shape, be hot, be rich, be popular, and then go fuck hot girls. Right. So I looked at Jesse as this conversation's going on. She's sitting across the table from me, and uh, uh, she. I, I said, "What's your what's your honest take on this?" Like, what, what do you think of this conversation? Because uh, one, I thought the dad was cool as shit for even having this conversation with his kids. Um, didn't have to. Uh, <laughs> just genuinely, genuinely wanted to know about their life. And so I asked Jesse, I said, what do you think about this conversation that's going on uh, behind me? And, uh, and he goes, can you see the daughter? And I said, no, I, I, I can't see that. I can just see the back of her head. Because it was one of those stitches where I'm, you know, side-eyeing it over the left-hand shoulder here with, with the left eye. And, um, and she goes, Jesse goes, dude, she's probably five, eight, five, nine, super thin, super cute girl. She has none of these issues. Therefore her telling everybody else about body positivity is fine. And that's the same shit I went through growing up. Was that the same shit you went through growing up? Yep. hundred percent. It was, uh, like fat shaming was very much more popular when I was a kid. <clears throat> Right. Like, and you, you knew you were the fat kid. Like I would wear my swimming trunks really high to try to cover the, the love handles that would come out. Cause you'd make fun of kids for having yes. love handles. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. I, all of those I things. I don't think any of those things helped though. There was, there was something internal for sure. And it was like, I won't be like this anymore. I can't be like this anymore. I'm unhappy and I'm choosing to not be unhappy anymore. Right. It's. But the it's more and dangerous. more you tell, but here's the thing, the more and more you tell kids, it's okay, body positivity, be and do and look like whatever you want. I wonder how many of these people, kids who are fat or overweight, who are living by this code now, go home and secretly hate themselves 
because they can't get a date to prom or whatever it is in this life. Like, I really wonder what that is. And there was a, a documentary that I watched with, uh, is it Charlie XCX? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's, a, she's a little bit plumper of the girls. She's a little, little bigger girl, but mm-hmm. she's very attractive. Extremely. She's got a... Extremely sexual, too. It's like her, she oozes sexuality. Yeah, dude. And like this doc was shot during the pandemic when her shit was just no makeup, tied up in a ponytail, and you were like, yo, I didn't know who the fuck Charlie XXC was or whatever, however you pronounce her bullshit, but I was all in. Um, she had this gimpy boyfriend who just walked around smoking cigarettes all day, didn't have a job. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing with this girl? Um, that's crazy to me, but her, her fame essentially came from her talking on a live feed to her audience every single day about what was going on. Two of these people said the exact same thing we're just talking about where they were like, you know, I'd love to talk about body sensitivity or, or all that other shit. Um, but I am miserable when I go home. So the more and more that this becomes commonplace in the culture, how many of these people are going to go home and hate themselves well, is what I want. It's only half the recipe. It's, there is the body positivity. There is the loving yourself no matter what, but there's not the good healthy habits to go shape your body to make, when you look at yourself, that's the person that you want to see. They don't give you the tools or the keys or the solutions to make yourself what you want to be. You're just supposed to be happy with what's ever there. And what's ever there is like a food system that's been pumped full of preservatives, mm-hmm. that's been your testosterone's in the toilet, your water is filled with uh, tiny beads of plastic, and no one is addressing any of that to help you try to be the person in the mirror that you would like to look and love and be able to love. Right. And so we did have uh, a government official change this, and it was Michelle Obama. Um, this was one of the policies I agreed with. Um, look, I, I think the Obamas uh, as a whole probably pretty nice people, probably pretty cool to hang out with. Didn't enjoy their policies, but I'm sure they're, they're probably pretty good people in real life. One of the, the great things she did um, was this school lunch system where they tried to incorporate healthy food inside the school system, right? Everyone, most everyone, I should say, appears to love Michelle Obama. I don't know anybody who outwardly hates Michelle Obama at all. I thought this policy she enacted for school lunches was putting people on the right path. Is my school lunches? It was fucking tots, uh, uh, those crinkle fries, the pizza that you cooked in a pan and yeah. you cut with the roller. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. It's prison food. Prison food. Dirty ass fucking wings. Sloppy joes. I was having the sloppy joes every single day. Like I thought that policy was great. What I don't understand is how we went from that policy. What do they leave off? I mean, they just left office five years ago, six years ago. Mm-hmm. How do we get from there to Lizzo and body positivity this quickly where it's just like, eat whatever you want. We'll put you on the cover of a fucking magazine. You can do whatever you want. I want to throw this out there too. I've been in public school systems in poor country, podunk towns Mm -hmm. and rich college towns. And I've been in private schools. The lunch and care at private school is like, it's not even comparable to what you got. That's what you're you're paying for, right? Yeah. But to think back on it now as an adult and to like visually go back there and like hold the tray in the line with the number, you're looking under heat lamps. Like it's just, it's, and who's serving it to you? The demeanor of those people. Oh yeah. It's not made with love. No, (laughs) No, it's made with hatred and self-loathing. That's what uh, public school meals are made with. And the fucked up thing was I loved them, dude. And that probably contributed to the way that I looked in seventh and eighth grade because I was eating that shit every day. Um, God damn, dude, when it was, we had these, uh, wing Fridays 
with just the fattiest, most disgusting wings you could possibly imagine. Pour on the blue cheese on the. Uh, let's fucking go, fam. The spaghetti, everything else, the garlic bread on top of it, making sandwiches out of all this shit, just kind of mixing it into one and making a sandwich out of it. And that's the only happiness you get for a while as some of those kids. Fuck yeah. Is all those calories and that delicious grease and probably sugar in every single <laughs> sauce that's on that. But that's the only happiness you get because you're tired all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking whole milk. Maybe it was just fucking whole milk where you're like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Washing that down with, with two cartons of apple juice on top of it. Let's fucking go. And that was your entire childhood. I don't know what it's like now. Um, most of the kids today, because I, you know, I, I take my kids to school every morning. It's usually uh, brown paper bag lunch. So I'm assuming my wife did that because of what they're serving at the public schools. <laughs> but I don't have any idea. Um, when I went into uh, lunch with them, because they'll do these father-son lunches or mother-daughter, whatever, or whatever we're calling you know, pronouns and all that other shit, too. Um, I went into one of those, and you sit down with the kids, and, uh, and then you have a full lunch. You do it once a month with your kids and their friends, so that way you get to know their friends, know what's going on at school and everything else. I would say 90% of them had brown paper bag lunches. Nobody was eating the fucking public school meals anymore. Um, I don't know how long that will be around for, but then again, I guess if you took it away, people would bitch that you're not feeding my children at school. Well, yeah. And you also need to employ those bus drivers during the day doing something. Yeah. Yeah. And look, they need something to do. Uh, the bus stops right in front of my house. Now home girl, uh, probably 78 years old. That hasn't changed. She hopped out of the bus. Uh, if your parent doesn't come out to the bus, because they're worried about kids getting taken and all that shit, even in nice neighborhoods. If your parent doesn't come out to the bus, they don't let your child off the bus anymore. I don't know if you know that. Um, they physically wait until uh, either a parent or a relative or somebody you've designated to pick up your child is able to walk up to the bus, say hello, wave, and then grab the child. Somebody forgot to pick up their kid one day or they were fucking late or whatever the case was. Homegirl just got out of the bus, fired up a fucking heater, dude, and our cul-de-sac and was just smoking cigarettes outside the bus while the other kids were still on it. Miss Matthews, great lady. I miss her dearly. Um, <laughs> I was the last to get dropped off on my stop, so like sometimes she would just burn one down. And yo, like she was cool. She was cool. And like uh, I, somebody else, they were like, "Are you gonna? Are you guys angry? Are you gonna? Are you gonna report her?" I was like. Nah, dude, I don't know what the fuck she's going through. And at 78, if she wants to fire up heaters uh, while she's waiting for some dummy to get home to pick up their kids, I'm actually fine with it. I don't want her taking out the frustration on the kids in the bus. Because if you're comfortable enough firing up heaters in the middle, it was 102 degrees here uh, on that fucking hot asphalt in the cul-de-sac in Texas. I'm not fucking with you. She was driving that bus when the first Bush was in office. Oh, you're goddamn right she was. Um, and she'll probably drive it till the day she dies. And good for her, because as I was pulling out of the school this morning, they were hammering yet another sign into the ground. We're looking for bus drivers. Please help your children. So now there's a bus driver shortage as well to go on top of every, every other fucking thing that we're going through. <sighs> when I see signs like that, too, it's like, man, driving a bus is hard. You ever, tra- you ever driven a fucking school bus? Yeah, it's all down low. You're, you don't Bro. really know what you're doing. It's all under here. Yep. You got a thing right here, and you got the whole like door system. <laughs> it's a lot, man. I'm from I'm from Georgia originally, so like 
I don't know that I've ever told this story, but I had this coach who said, look, if you tape all of the, the women's basketball games for, for uh, varsity and JV, they needed somebody to a videographer for it. He's like, I'll just give you an A. And I was like, great, I'll fucking do it. Right. Uh, he used to drink right out of a, a flask. I'm not a great guy. Not going to say his name just in case uh, he's still teaching and or coaching out there. Uh, Cause he was just a fucking rad dude. Uh, but one night, after the, the drop-off, he goes, hey, you want to give a shot at one of these things? And I was 16 years old, so I had my driver's license. Like, that's, that's fine. Uh, and it was just in the school parking lot. It was probably 10, 30, 11 at night. Uh, girls' basketball games. You had to wait for the, the dudes to finish, and then you all kind of came back together. So it was, it was late. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to fire this thing up. And he's like, great, let's fucking do it. So I got behind, and I, I drove the fucking school bus in the parking lot. Just the turns on it alone are so shocking. I mean, it's hard to drive a fucking bus. That's not a skill you can just pick up overnight and trust yourself that you're going to be able to drive a school bus like Sandra Bullock in speed. And the, it's a problem because there aren't these hard-nosed old white women who used to like fill bullets during World War II and then later became bus yeah, drivers. Yeah, that doesn't exist anymore. So now you're putting signs in the ground asking for bus drivers to help you, our children uh, get to school and all that shit. And I can honestly tell you, you don't want me taking a course for fucking three weeks and then driving around 50, 60 kids uh, to and fro school. I just don't have that skill set. The ones who have it are the ones that Giorgio mentioned. The women who are filling up fucking bullets in World War II. You bet, dude. That's who you want out there. You want the fucking old guy who was in Vietnam who's seen it all. Right? A car accident in front of him is not going to shake this guy. He's going right the fuck through it. That's who you want on these goddamn buses. Not us. But with everything else, every other shortage there is going on in America, now we're, we're shorting bus drivers? Like, bus drivers is the new one? And the last fucking rant fest uh, to end this beautiful broadcast today will be for servers. Everybody bitched for years and years and years. Like, the minimum wage has got to get hiked up to $15. It's got to be $15. Got to have $15. Got to have $15. Everybody said, man, you'll never get someplace like Domino's to get $15. There's a Domino's by my house. On the four hire sign outside, $24 an hour is what they're offering for Domino's drivers right now. So if you're out in this world and you say that you can't find a job plus right now. Plus tips. Yeah, plus tips. You're a fucking liar. 24 uh, bucks. That probably includes tips. Uh, hold that. hold, hold like, on. That's probably what they like estimate the tips would be. I don't think it is. And here, here's why. Because I was thinking about this. I think they probably make them pay for their own gas. And that's probably what's fucking them. They probably get to keep the tips. But they got to pay for their own gas. You they, can write the gas off though, right? Wait, you do I mean, have to, yes, you can on taxes. Also, so, Domino's has those little robots now. Well, I, I haven't say. seen a, I, so. Where I live, I live on a, you know, 290, which is where we're, we're moving. I live off of 290, which is where our new studios are. Mm -hmm. There is no sidewalks for the little robots to go down. So I don't see those okay. hopping out in the bike lane anytime soon. I saw one, actually. Did you? Where at? Brody. On Brody. I was walking to the gym and I almost, I was looking down on my phone and I almost got smoked by Yeah, the little pink ones. So yeah. what, so what happens? And is it on the sidewalk itself or is it on the street? Sidewalk. So, so it is a sidewalk. It's a, on the sidewalk, yeah, it has sidewalk. a little antenna up, and it's like a big basket square thing. It's purple and pink and has wheels. Got it, got it, got it. But, okay. And what's the, what's the, who's got the right of way on that, the robot or you? 
I think the robot doesn't care. <laughs> no, it does like stop though. Like when like it can't move, it just kind of like freaks out and just like doesn't move. When when are they going to start violating the robots though? Like has there been has there been robots that are already smashed? There has to be on a college campus. Uh, are you familiar with Hitchbot? I'm not familiar with Hitchbot. Okay, this was a few years ago, Rob. If you can pull up Hitchbot, yeah. Uh, he is a robot that you, uh, he was making his way across the country. I believe Canada as well. And he, uh, met his demise in Philadelphia, of course. No shit. Mm -hmm. People were just like taking him across the country from goodwill. Yeah. It was essentially (laughs) just to like see what kind of goodwill humanity had. And it was zero, right? (laughs) No, no. He made his his way all the way to Philadelphia and then met his demise to a guy in a uh, Randall Cunningham jersey. Shut the fuck up. This is how he started. Okay. This is how it ended. (laughs) I feel like that's the 20-year comparison for the show right there. That's how we started. This is where we're at currently. Go ahead and go back to... Oh, man. Yeah, look how good Hitchbot looks there. Hitchbot was great. Look at that. It looks like a fun thing that I'd get for my kids. And then go to the Randall Cunningham ending. Oh, do you have it? There is a video of uh, Randall Cunningham. Did he beat the shit out of the robot? Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah, With a baseball bat or? No, no, no. Okay. I think it was just his, uh, he kicked him. And just stuff. kicking him a lot. Just rage. Okay. That's what I'm worried about happening to the, the Domino's robots, though. Like, I don't want those things to be kicked the shit out of. Well, so, like, if you ever go to one of those Domino's locations, there's, like, no one working the register anymore, and you can't call to place an order. You have to do everything online, and it's just two slave delivery drivers. One's out, and one guy's just making pizzas. And uh, it's just a, a horrible, miserable experience. Yeah. Right? There should be a video of uh, Hitchbot getting... Getting mashed up and getting murked on Twitter. Hitchbot. Ah, well, we don't care now, right? This video is on Patreon, so you can you can pull it up probably on YouTube. Yeah, I'm just saying, like that's probably his best option is to find it. Okay. While while you're looking this up, uh, a lot of you were asking here in the chat, uh, and the chat's working great, so I'm glad we tested this out today. Why aren't we going live off of YouTube like normal? Um, Again, YouTube is back on its bullshit. Like we're having. Uh, issues with people getting notifications and it's like, all right, great. You're going out to like 50 or a hundred people. Uh, Patreon has never let us down as far as notifications go. It's just a fucking email directly to your email. And I know because we have so many fucking shows on here that are just coming directly to my phone. And I'm like, Oh fuck, we're live. Great. And I'll pop into whatever it is. Uh, I typically like to pop in for Jack sesh. I just watch, I don't call in because that's, uh, I leave that for you guys. So it's fun. Uh, otherwise, I would just berate Jack all day and get him talking about 9-11 conspiracies uh, and white ladies. Um, but, uh, yeah, I wouldn't call that. We got the hit spot. Ooh, shit. Was that, that was a still image? Yeah. He chose violence, dude. There was violence in his eyes from that guy in the Randall Cunningham jersey. Randall Cunningham's not a violent man either. You know? Yeah. Choose a different jersey. If you're going to impose violence on a robot, choose something else. How many years ago was this, you said? Uh, I think it was like 2016, right? Okay. Ish. 2016-ish. Go to YouTube, Bob. See if uh, Hitch, the Hitchbot, Hitchbot destruction is on YouTube. Wasn't he doing it the same time Mike Posner was trying to walk across America? Maybe. Is there, there going to be a 30 for 30 about okay. Hitchbot? It is on YouTube. I it found is it. On, okay. You found it on YouTube? All right. Hitchbot beheaded in Philadelphia. Beheaded is what the name of the video is? Yeah. <sighs> R.I.P. I guess there was a head on the top of that thing. That's just Play the aftermath. Video? Yeah, it's, go ahead. It's a video of it. It's a video. Mm. That, that does, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a Cowboys fan. 
baggy jean shorts. And there's a, the couple is describing it. It's probably going on outside their house. Man, dude. That, Sean, I hate to tell you this. It looks like a Cowboys fan. No, it's a guy in a Randall Cunningham jersey in Philadelphia. I understand that. But the shorts. It, but the shorts, dude. Say Cowboys. The baggy jean shorts and the, the socks and the, the high tops and Here, shit. Let me send this to Rob, the full video. This guy looks like he's jealous of the bot a little bit, and that might be why he's attacking it. It's like, why is this bot getting Maybe. all this attention? Why are people so nice to this bot and so mean to me here in Philly? I don't understand what like the he, hatred is for the bot, though. Maybe I like his mom bot. gave the bot a ride. and like the bot, no- the bot is fine. The bot looks great. Um, I don't think it's the bot's fault on this. He was probably going, th- going through his own personal shit. Did they charge him, Delco? What do you charge him with? That's what I wonder. I, uh, the, here, here's the, here's the full video, All right, here we go. Here we go on the surveillance footage. All right, so is the robot just chilling, or was he specifically looking for the robot is the question. And these are some of the answers I'd like to have. If there was a 30 for 30 of this, it'd be great. And I'm going to describe this for you, uh, for the audio listeners, because the audio show will go out as normal today to everyone else. Okay, he has spotted the robot. So he, I don't think he was tracking it. He no, just came, like, a, he just came upon it. What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Looks like a white guy, right? It is a white guy. Yeah. This, uh, this is drunk. a Cowboys fan. This is an Eagles fan. Uh, is, is that a- what Eagles fans look like, too? Yeah. He looks around. Yeah, he's, he's looking around. He's like, all right, is anybody watching me? And then what the fuck is this? I think he thinks it's a homeless person. Maybe he's going to roll that homeless person. And then and he realizes tr- it's a robot. He's trying to decide whether to fuck it or fight it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he walks away, but... Wait, wait for oh, it. Oh, does he come back? What what happened in his mind right there that made him come back to this? I don't know. Where he was like, man, something about that robot was staring at me wrong. It's a lot of time that goes by, too. Look at this. Yeah. I like how they have the full surveillance. I mean, there's nobody out in the streets. What time is that? What's the time code on that? Is it 2 in the morning, 2.45? 5. Oh, it's 5 a.m.? Yeah, it's 5.40 a.m. Gross. That's too late. Homeboy's got to be rocked. At this point. <laughs> yeah. You know? And a Randall Cunningham jersey isn't cheap. Those NFL jerseys aren't and cheap. And look, he comes back. Here he goes. He comes back across the street. So he did a full lap where he came back and was just like, all right. Still staring at it. Still staring at it. Now it's time to fuck this thing up. You think this is drugs or booze? Both. Both. Yeah, probably. Probably. Now he's touching it softly. Yeah, like why, why that, he's, dude? He's just trying to decide whether to fuck it or fight it. Like, yeah. he hasn't made up his mind yet. I mean, I wouldn't have been pissed off if he fucked the robot, I guess. You know, a hole's a hole this late at night. He might be doing that now. Might be. Oh, there, and that's where he starts in right now. He's face-fucking it. Yeah. This is when you start hearing inner voices inside your head, and you're like, dude, I've got to kill this fucking robot. Yeah. Oh, so now ashamed. he's going to... These are full punches. I don't recommend punching a, a, a piece of metal, but if you're out there and it's pissed you off enough, now these are some old school curb stomping kicks. This is like American History X type shit uh, on the robot. I think he did some sexual stuff with it, and it's like when like a homophobic gay guy who's not out like, yep. will like start to get with a guy and then be like, "I ain't into this. I ain't into this. Yeah. Fuck you!" Like he was just like, "You got like robots?" That's no, that's the candle. We got the vag candle. No shit. All right, all right. I can't wait to smell that thing. We ordered uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candles, so we're going to smell that later on Drinking Bros. Cam, we'll ask Cameron Hayes what he thinks. Oh, about look, it. he's got an arm there. Oh shit, he pulled off the arm. He pulled off the arms. Yep. And now he goes now back he's going for back to kick. kick it. Look at that, dude. I mean, that's just an old school beatdown right there. He's confused. 
Yeah. This is a confused man. Yeah. He walks away. Did is they he... ever capture this guy? Is he still out no, there? He turns back around. Uh, uh, is he going back going? for more? No, he walks away. Oh, he walks away. Did they ever catch this guy or convict him or anything like that? Is there a crime for a fake robot? It's, yeah, I don't know. Destruction you, of property? It's no one's property, though. It was just like a social experiment. Okay. Got it. Got it. Well, then they got their answer. You know? Can't blame them. I guess if you don't do the experiment, you don't find out the fucking answer. Wait, did it get very far? Because the sticker on it said San Francisco or bust. Did it really? Yeah. So I think it started <laughs> on the East Coast and only made it past Philadelphia. I think it got far. It said th- San it Francisco far. or bust on it. Um, uh, from what I remember, it was like in Canada for a bit. Okay. Yeah. okay. I think it was in Europe, too. It might have been in Europe as well. Man. And, it- and then you go down through Philadelphia and it, all fucking dreams are ruined there. Shit, dude. That sucks. R.I.P. Hitchbot. That's a, I think that would be a fun one today. But I, look, if you're out there, let's not start destroying fucking Domino's pizza machines and shit like that. Unless you're high and hungry. Like, that's the other thing that I see happening with these fucking robots. Like, if you're poor, high, and hungry, why wouldn't you kick the shit out of that robot and take all the pizzas? Are you familiar with how high Domino's stock is? Yes, it's very high. Um, for, for the, the right reasons, by the way, I don't know if people know this, but they changed up their pizza a couple years ago. Pizza doesn't matter. The pizza is insignificant to Domino's. The pizza is incredible. The tech. No, it's their tech company. Their tech. I understand that. But the pizza is also incredible. When they changed over to that garlic crust, that was the best marketing of all time. And that's the thing with the fucking media that I was talking about earlier. Just be honest about the shit. Then nobody will care. Domino's came out and said, our pizza tasted like shit. We listened to you and we changed it. Do you remember that whole fucking speech? Their whole campaign was just like, yeah, we fucking blew. Uh, we're sorry. <laughs> we're going to change things up. Um, but yeah, no, their deep dish, whatever, the thick crust is phenomenal. That only comes in a medium. Yeah. yeah and that's really all I'm asking for. Just some honesty. And then I went back to, because of that guy's speech, no lie. I was like, ah, maybe I'll give another crack at Domino's. I went back. And I fucking love Domino's. I fuck with it, dude. That thin crust at Domino's. I am fucking all in for, and, uh, and they're garlic knots. Let's go, dude. Uh, I don't want anything to happen to Domino's, but they're a tech company now, huh? And it's be- is it because of the robots? The pizza tracker. Mmm, the pizza tracker. Shit, dude. They, I think they were way ahead of the Geniuses. game in online ordering, too. Yeah. Geniuses. Being able to plug directly into a POS system, and then, yeah, just it's And amazing. then they steal your data. Well, like everyone that's, else, yeah. that, that's what everybody else is doing. And that, look, that's why I bitch about YouTube and all that other shit all the time. It's like, hey... What do you care? You're just stealing our data anyways. Who gives a shit? We're fine with it. Just let it go out to as many people as it could possibly go out to. Don't put any fucking blocks on the channel. Either way, appreciate you tuning in uh, to the live video show on Patreon. Audio will be up in just a second. Uh, In the meantime, uh, speaking of the video show, uh, we've gotten a lot of comments on uh, Spotify, on the video quality on Spotify. I want to give a shout out to you guys uh, for, for making that look. Yeah, there you go. You earned it. You earned it. Uh, it looks beautiful. Jesus Christ, man. It, I, the, the, it's stunning. Uh, it, it does look better than YouTube. It does. The, the, if you watch them both on the phone, it, it looks better. It, it, it's insane, man. Uh, their, their tech at Spotify is next level shit. And like, you know, you want to talk about like skipping the line and cheating the algorithm and all that other shit. Never asked for it. 
obviously welcome it. But uh, uh, Spotify has allowed us to do this because I believe we're the only other video show uh, in 4K at this quality besides Rogan. And, uh, and I think you guys make the shows look better than Rogan's show. So also you can give yourself a round of applause on that one as well. Thank you. There might be a few other big ones in there. But, you know, we just like to be considered amongst the mix. Yeah. Who else is in there? Do you know? Because the guy on the phone said, what, 10 maybe are coming? Is, is Logan Paul's show on there? His looks good. I like the look of his show. Impulsive. Yeah. I like the look of his show. Yeah, there there are probably a few others. Put in the true crime, uh, the Misfits podcast, H three, Morning Toast. Uh, Does Morning Re- Toast do a do a video show? By the way, uh, yeah, they've started recently. Uh, oh, gotcha. TechCrunch just just dropped a little article about some, about a bunch of people doing. Video so Morning Spotify. Toast is what Jesse listens to all the mm-hmm. time. She's a big fan of that. I think they do like a half hour show in the morning. I believe uh, they're they're pretty fucking popular. They're pretty popular. That and the daily. New York Times, that is the only thing saving the New York Times is that daily podcast mm-hmm. um, where they give you your own opinion. Uh, yesterday's was, uh, I popped, and I'll pop them all on from time to time to see what else is out there. This race replacement theory is what they were talking about yesterday. What? Yeah. It was in this guy's manifesto of uh, how white people are allegedly mad that uh, Latinos and blacks are making up more of the population. Therefore, that's the reason behind the mass shootings. I'll be honest with you. As far as race replacement theory goes, no one, and I mean no one in the history of our country has a bigger gripe than Native Americans, so you can fuck off with all that bullshit. Um, and the man. guy actually said that in his manifesto. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to read it, nor did I want to. I didn't. I, it's, it was in an article about the manifesto that I read. Yeah, look, with people like that, I'll just accept the racism on both sides and move on with my day. And there's just fucked up people who are white, black, and Asian. Uh, it's happened in the span of fucking six months. And it, I, unfortunately, there's not a whole lot we can do about it. So uh, race replacement there. I'm not buying into that fucking bullshit. Uh, I think 87% of the population in the United States is, is white. So I, what are you replacing with exactly? Um, I really don't get that. Uh, I just think it's a fucking idiot who lived in his mom's basement and decided to do a fucking awful thing. The, the wildest shit to me is that kid was fucking 18 years old. I don't just looking at it from a perspective of where you want to spend the rest of your life. Is that worth it for 70 years or 60? I think the average uh, age for a male in the United States is about 79 years old. Do you want to spend 61 years in a fucking jail cell? Oh, don't worry. He's under the same impression. Dylan roof was. Fuck that guy too. Which which is that white people are going to rise up and break him out of jail. Yeah, that is definitely not going to happen, my man. You're going to be there for 60 years of your life. White and people I, don't care about each other. Why don't we learn that yet? Yeah, yeah, they're exactly. Not, they're not standing up for you, brother. Fuck no. I'm not standing up for you. Get that guy. Get, fucking get him. And the, the one thing everybody says is like, oh, why didn't they kill him? Why didn't they kill the guy? I can be honest. If, that, if my child had been killed in one of these shootings uh, or school shootings or whatever it was, I would rather them spend 60 years in prison. That's hell on earth. Um, I think killing them would be just the easiest way out. Hell on earth would be 60 years in a jail cell with, with food that is worse than what Giorgio and I talked about in our lunchrooms when we were children. I believe the dex or the death penalty also costs more money for the taxpayers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get rid of that, let them spend the rest of their lives there, just fucking miserable, dying old, alone, and after sixty years in a jail cell is the worst possible hell you could you could ever go through. So I'm glad that motherfucker lives, and hopefully he gets raped over and over again. 
Who knows? If I was a parent, I would offer that, hey, 10, 10 grand to rape, let's line up and then figure it the fuck out. I'll put it in your commissary. So thanks for joining us today. Go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, leave a quick review. That is all the advertisers care about. Then go to Spotify, just rate it a five-star. Uh, Ross Patterson Revolution video show is not on there yet. Uh, they only selected a handful of shows to do the uh, the trial, and Drinking Bros is one of them. Hopefully, we'll be there soon. Uh, the quality and the tech is is simply amazing on Spotify. Uh, they've they've been doing shit right, and uh, and they didn't cancel Joe Rogan. Uh, and and Netflix, by the way, uh, just sent out a memo to anybody uh, who works for Netflix. If you do not like the policies or the people working here, you can take your wokeness and go fuck yourself. And I bet you Spotify is uh, in a similar position right now. That is just my hunch uh, for reaching out and asking Drinking Bros Podcast to be a part of this, uh, this video podcast world. Uh, hopefully, the baby will be out tomorrow. I don't know when Jessie will be back. Uh, she's probably going to need uh, a week or so, but uh, she's one of those people who loves to work. So the second she is back and she's ready to go, she will be in here. Uh, but I will still say her name at the end of this because I'm used to it. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I'm Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Oh, buenos tardes, everyone. Credit card bill.